Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to the last segment of Inside Sources. I am your guest host, Amy Donaldson. I'm Steve Handy. Where did the time go, Amy? I don't. I it's do not. I say this every day. Why? Every day. <laughs> this is my life now. It seems to pick up speed with every year. Um, I wanted to just talk in this last segment um, about. Uh, sort of the impeachment inquiry and the chaos around it. Um, we've had some local politicians who've made some statements today. Uh, Mitt Romney um, tweeted something. Uh, the tweet says, when the only American citizen President Trump singles out for China's investigation is his political opponent in the midst of a Democratic nomination process, it strains credulity to suggest that, that it is anything other than politically motivated. He then responded to that by saying, by all appearances, the president's brazen and unprecedented appeal to China and Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden is wrong and appalling, which is in and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. To me, it feels like the most um, the mo- the biggest indictment or the strongest statement from a re- sitting Republican uh, congressman or senator um, from the Republican from within the, his own party. I don't know that I've heard any other um, legislator, federal legislator in the Republican Party, speak that um, be give that kind of indictment, I guess, or or be that harsh in their criticism of the president. Yeah, I think it's I think it's quite remarkable. I'm I'm taken too with this, this the statesmanlike approach the Senator Romney has proffered up here for us today. I'm I'm really uh, I mean we talk about where are the statesmen and where are the states women, mm-hmm. and I think that we have a comment here about this because the president's I mean it is just incredibly brazen to <laughs> to call on the Chinese. What are you what? Yeah, He's calling on the Chinese to investigate a political opponent it's just it's the strangest thing you can't make this stuff up well and i think um i think there are a lot of people now who are and i have family members that we discuss this yeah. uh, I, I am not a fan of donald trump but i have family members who voted for him and they may not like him as a person but they but they support some of his policies and so we've discussed it and um, I think they feel like he's been unfairly targeted, but they also feel like, why is this bad? Because he's just calling out, he's just asking them to investigate corruption. And I just, I think we can't be clear enough, like this is unprecedented. We've never had the president of the United States ask foreign powers, especially foreign powers that we know try to sabotage us. Exactly right. That we are competing with, mm-hmm. like the Chinese, mm-hmm. um, that, that we would ask for them, ask for their assistance in investigating Anybody in our country, let alone a former vice president and current 
presidential candidate. Yeah, it it is. I I, I I don't I don't I'm not articulate enough to even talk about this. I mean, because it, it is so unprecedented. We don't we we don't get it. We can't wrap our heads around it. You and I are sitting in the studio here. We have four news channels, cable news channels, going like crazy in front of us. Everyone is you know this. It it is we're on the twenty four seven news cycle, which is is a little bit disheartening and damaging because there's so many other other things that we ought to be talking about. But it is it is soaking up all of the uh, energy everywhere. Well, and I actually, uh, one thing I've been yeah. kind of glad about is that there are people who are saying, oh, we are going to still get some work done. We are still going to do some things. But um, but I, 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 I did notice today uh, Representative Ben McAdams, and I guess he did talk with Doug Wright yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's saying, I'm not being neutral about this. Um, in favor of the inquiry. I'm just not saying I'm in favor of impeachment until all the facts are out. And that's, so, a, that's, a, that's a tremendously reasonable position to, to, and I, to go. That's Let's, yeah. and, 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 and that's what people are a little bit confused about. We're not in an impeachment. We are in an inquiry. Yeah. They're trying, the Democrats are trying to line their ducks up. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's hard and fast, hard, hardcore politics. They're trying to line their ducks up here. Yeah. And uh, we're in an inquiry to see if we ought to proceed with an impeachment. Yes, an impeachment vote. Hearing. And, yeah, and so I think that obviously an inquiry I don't have a problem with. I haven't been a fan of impeachment because I've just wanted the federal government to actually do something, anything productive. <laughs> so that's been my, even though I'm not a Trump fan, I just thought we have an election. That's a, you know. It's less, it is less than a year away. Yeah. Let's let the thing play out and let's stop the nonsense and talk about. But where do you fall issues? on this idea that it's also Congress's duty to to provide oversight and to protect, you know, to, to defend the Constitution. It is, it, and it, I, I, I fall strongly on the side that it is Congress's responsibility because I think that what what, what we have, we have, Congress has abdicated their responsibilities for many, many years, and that's why we have a these executive order type presidential things. Congress has abdicated, so if there's a void, I mean, someone fills it, and the and the and the chief exec, executive of the country steps in, and so you have to say from a from a constitutional policy standpoint, this is Congress's responsibility. But but please. Get to it as quickly as you can. Get through this. Don't drag us down into a quagmire. And let's 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 get a resolution. Are we going to proceed forward or or not? But now there's so much political capital being spent, and a lot of people have to save face. Well, I think the other thing is I I don't know. I used to think that it was possible to have discussions about issues like say immigration. We yeah. want to talk about immigration or health care yeah. or clean air. And we could separate that from the people who polarize us. <laughs> there are political figures in this country, especially on the federal level, who are very polarizing and they cause people to behave and act in a way that isn't always productive in That's a conversation. Right. So right. we've tried really hard to divorce, to, to have those conversations. And I have just found it to be harder and harder and harder as people um, become more and more invested in sort of this zero-sum game, this winner-take-all it's it's if I concede that he's wrong on this, then then the, then I'm basically conceding everything. See what I mean? It's not I do. you can't just yeah. say, yeah, that's wrong. You shouldn't do it. But look at X, Y and Z that I do support. There's no more of that. It used to be. I know because I have never 100 percent supported a presidential or, or a president. I have liked certain aspects of each president. I have been very opposed to a lot of things that each president has done, including their 
what I consider to be a massive abuse of executive privilege. Um, but um, I, I don't, I don't think that that's an option anymore. There's no um, pick, cherry picking. Like you're in or you're out. You're on our side or you're against us. Right? It has become a zero sum game, and it's very unfortunate for for our country. I was just uh, with some folks here from uh, Germany. A Germany delegation was in town for the last couple of days, having a town hall talking about German American relationships. And uh, they are very, very worried. And I had no idea that, that, you know, and I said, you've got to get not get so distracted on the nonsense in Washington and, and realize that in the States, uh, there's Germany is much revered, mm-hmm. business, scientific, everything like that. And uh, the solutions in our country are going to come primarily from our our states. State legislatures, by far and large, pretty well work. So what else? Well, I think that... Um Trevor Noah, again, I quoted him earlier in the show. I'll, quote, I'll end with a quote from him, but yeah. he said, America is the only place that's also an ideal. And I think that we overestimate how much people understand about our political system and about this, the relationship between the states and the federal government. And so all they see is the president. Yeah. And all they see, that's the only thing they know. I mean, and think about what you know about other countries' right. governments, right? So it's, I understand their anxiety and I understand the criticism. What a marvelous quote that was. Yeah. Um, well, thank you all for joining us. Thank you so much, Steve, for... Uh, enjoy, I enjoyed it today, Amy. It was very fun. Maybe they'll have us back again. Uh, yeah, yeah. I learned a lot. Good stuff. And uh, you are welcome to uh, give uh, join the Utah Community Credit Union text line 57500 during Jeff Kaplan's news, which is coming up next. Um, but you've been listening to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio.